BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. No Fun the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Season 11, Episode 15, as we continue the anniversary month of Season 11. It is the 11-year anniversary of No Fun the Jen Kirkman Podcast. So, once again, hope you are enjoying the re-releases of episodes from season one. There will be a new one out today as well. It should be out right now. I am reading emails from listeners. And then I'll tell you a story about a guy, the sales guy, at a store in the East Village who thought reversible jackets was a new invention. And I had to tell him, that I had reversible jackets in the 80s, and he was visibly shook. Okay, anyway, before we get to that tale, let's read some listener emails. Jen, 11 years, no way. I've been listening to your podcast for goodness, probably at least seven years. Discovered it after reading your books and missing you on tour. From one suburban house to the next, your voice has mostly accompanied me while doing dishes, one of my least favorite but most frequent activities. Listening makes it not so bad. Sometimes when you pause, I wonder if my Bluetooth disconnected, but no, it's just you mid-thought, like a friend, sitting in my kitchen, not doing the dishes. I love your unique take on all things, even when I sometimes disagree. Who's disagreeing with me? I'm just kidding. I never don't laugh when listening at some point during each episode. 
Also, because I'm officially middle-aged and somewhat lazy, I pay to listen via Patreon, but then mostly listen to the version on iTunes with commercials. Sheesh, what am I doing? Must fix that. Thanks for all the laughs, Deborah. Deborah, you must fix that because the Patreon version is an hour to 90 minutes long with no ads. And the version that's free on iTunes is only 20 minutes. So you're missing a lot. And you can take the RSS link in Patreon and put it into your favorite podcast app. So you can have it download like normal as though you're listening on iTunes. So if you want to know how to do that, uh, well, I can send you the link. It's there on Patreon as well. But if you want to email me, nofunpodcast at jenkirkman.com, I can send you the link from there. Um, and I can send you instructions via Patreon about how to put it in your podcast app. It takes two seconds. It's like cutting and pasting something into your iPhone. It takes two seconds. It's very easy. I have done it. I'm a Patreon subscriber of other shows and I've done it and it's so easy. All right. I did not mean for that to be an accidental ad for Patreon, but let's keep reading. Jen, I've been thinking about this and have realized there are two times in my life you've had a big influence on my quality of life and sanity. I first found you via Never Not Funny in 2010 when I was going through a hard time about choosing to be child-free but trying not to feel weird about it. I immediately started listening to your podcast and I bought your first book and felt like I had found a safe space in which to feel normal and laugh and make lists on Friday nights. My own outward situation hasn't changed much in the last 12 years. I'm still married and living in the same condo. I think this is partly because I got married late in life, 38 and feel like I've just been catching my breath and waiting to see what the next phase of my life would be like. I'm now in the middle of that next phase of my life, menopause. Oh God, I did not expect this season of insanity. But once again, you have given me a safe space to feel normal and laugh and also learn. Both of your podcasts have given me tools and resources, and I've realized I probably have struggled with ADHD all of my life. I'm still in the process of getting it officially, diagnosed. Perimenopause caused ADHD to start raging havoc in my mind, but now I understand what is happening and I feel empowered to do something about it. Hang on a second. Thanks to you speaking out about your own experiences. And I get now why Friday night lists might be an ADHD symptom. I still enjoy them though, especially when making them while listening to my washer and dryer. I feel like no one else is talking about older women and menopause and ADHD and childlessness and all of the other things that have made me feel weird over the years and that I never really had words to express until now. I've brought these thoughts to my therapist and I feel like I've made some really good progress and may even be ready for the next phase of my life, which is enjoying being a 50-something confident woman who feels like she has it together. There's a whole demographic of us that's ready to be seen and heard, and I think of you as a leader in this space. I also cried along with you during your first podcast after Trump was elected. You were an important part of my getting through that hellscape and the first years of the pandemic. And still now, you answered my question about traveling during the pandemic during your last Q&A episode. Thank you. 
I'm in the Boston area and I've come to your shows and bought your books and albums and become a Patreon supporter. And that's another area you educated me in how to support artists in tangible ways that help them to continue in their craft. All this on top of your comedic talents and wicked smart sense of humor. OMG, the travel stories, the customer service stories, the empty cups of coffee, your mom and dad stories, the cat lady necklace I wear, the smiles and laughs are as important as all the other stuff. I hope this letter wasn't too long. I'm kind of processing some things as I write. Please keep doing what you're doing. Here's to at least 11 more years and counting. I'm grateful to be on this journey of life with you. Hugs, Colleen. Well, that was a beautiful letter. And I thank you. And I'll just read one more before I get into my story. Hi, Jen. I've actually only been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now, but I've been listening to older episodes nonstop and I joined the Patreon very quickly. It is extremely refreshing to listen to someone smart, funny, well-informed, and who doesn't mince words. In particular, I appreciate that in a country and world where so many people have started to care a lot less about COVID, you are still out here using your platform to be a voice of reason that yes, we do still need to take this seriously. Two weeks ago, I got COVID for the very first time, and let me tell you, I had no idea it would wreck me so badly. I am vaccinated, of course, so I thought I'd get a milder case if I ever got it, but boy, was I wrong. Even after taking Paxlovid, the cough I've had was tearing up my throat and killing my chest and head. And before the Paxlovid started kicking in, I honestly thought I was going to suffocate. I stopped testing positive within a week, but I'm still dealing with a lot of terrible repercussions. I've always taken COVID seriously, and I even worked at a large hospital during all of 2020 and 2021. But while I was suffering through it myself, it blew my mind how terrible it can be and how there's no way to know if you'll get a mild case or severe case or end up with long COVID. It's not worth risking your own life or others, and I don't care if people are tired of it. Be a good person. While I've been being tortured by COVID, it was nice to hear episodes in which you talk about how cautious people still need to be. Thank you for listening to Science and Modern Medicine, and thank you for sharing all kinds of stories and current events with your audience from Abby. Whew, that email gave me a panic attack. It does sound really scary. I, um, oh, hang on. My, my microphone's being weird. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sorry, I had to stop for a second because I think my microphone was not in the right outlet. And I don't know if that first part sounded weird. That was, that's all my fault. Anyway. So I'm shopping in the East Village on Saturday. I really just had a quick errand to run. I wasn't having a day where I was in a cute outfit and shopping. I was unshowered in sweatpants and I just ran on the subway and went into the city because I went to this store called Bag All. This is not an ad. And bought these travel insert things for traveling. 
But right next to Bagel is a store I love called Scotch and Soda, and it's a clothing store. So I decided to pop in because I'm looking for a spring jacket or two. So I found one that I liked. It's sort of that kind of army green color, like that kind of burlap feel, not too thick. You can wear a short sleeve shirt, bring that jacket with you, take it off as needed. You get what a jacket is. And then there was another one that was a little puffier. It had sort of this flowers on it, but cooler than than I'm making it sound. But the jacket was is puffy, it's kind of watery, blurry flowers, and a little warmer. And I thought that that's cool too. I'll get that. So as I'm shopping, I have my headphones in and the woman keeps walking by. Ah, you have found our sale rack. Yes, I know. It says sale on it. I walked over to it on purpose. She explained what a sale is. I thanked her the whole time thinking, please stop talking. I can read. But I didn't because people got to do what they got to do. And then as I was about to try on the puffy jacket, she said, and that's reversible. Look, I can read the label. I know it's reversible. I actually don't want to wear it as a reversible jacket. I, The inside of it is just all dark blue. I'm, I'm going to wear it with the pattern on the outside. But that's, okay, great. She seemed very excited that it was reversible. That was not a selling point for me. I don't care. I would have bought it anyway. So I get to the counter and I'm buying this jacket and the super, super young guy, I probably am old enough to be his mother if I'd had a kid in my early 20s, is ringing me up. And he's saying, how's your day going so far? And I just want to scream. Please stop saying that to people. This is a hip store in the East Village. It's not the DMV. It's not corporate Starbucks, whatever. How's your day going so far? I mean, dude, I'm unshowered in sweatpants. I mean, come on. How how good could it be going? I'm just doing shit I need to do. But whatever. I say, oh, it's fine. How, how's things here? He doesn't answer because he knows it's an annoying question. And then he says, oh, you got the sale jacket. I said, yes. And then the young man at the counter of the clothing store, who again, probably is young enough to be my son if I'd had a kid in my early 20s, says to me, oh, isn't this cool? As he points to the jacket that I have been told many times by other salespeople is reversible. Again, that was not a selling point for me. I don't plan to wear the jacket inside out, or I guess it's not really inside out because it's reversible. Both sides are appropriate to wear on the outside. And he said, this is new. Now I was confused because it was a jacket on sale. So I didn't know what he meant. This is new. And I said, oh, great. Yeah. I thought maybe he meant never been worn. I don't know what he was talking about. And he said, "Was that's why you got it? And I said, um, I don't know what you mean. I just got it because it's a ja- I liked the textures and colors and 
the weight of a good good spring jacket, you know? And he said, yeah, yeah, but um, it's reversible. And I said, oh, yeah, I know. Everyone keeps telling me that. Um, yeah. And he said, really cool, right? That's new for us. And I said, oh, no, he said, that's new. And I said, yeah, you keep saying that's new. And at this point, I know something is awry. I can feel my spidey sense like the time that the person who worked at Starbucks had never heard the expression black coffee, which is just mind-blowing to me. This reminded me of the other time that somebody younger didn't know what I meant by paying cash. She knows what green dollar bills and coins are, and she knows what it is to pay with money, but she'd never heard the expression, do you take cash? So that was a whole thing. And so now I'm thinking, I think this is another generational thing where my head is going to explode and where this is not me being a boomer or a Karen or whatever name you want to call me. This is a basic thing that's not important, but it's bizarre that someone in their early 20s who's fully functioning in New York City, by the way, we're not in a village off the coast of some island that has no idea that there's a whole world out there. Okay, I knew I was about to be confronted with yet another thing where someone young does not know that things existed before their time. And I said, oh, do you guys not normally have reversible jackets? I thought he meant, this is new for us here at Scotch and Soda, the store. We do not normally have reversible jackets. And he said, well, I mean, we, we did just get them in, but like reversible's new. And I said, oh, and I'm thinking maybe I'm getting the word wrong. Did they mean sustainable or this was made with, I, I, I just, I said, you mean like you can turn it inside out and wear it the other way? And he said, yeah. And I said, but that's been around forever. And he said, he just looked at me like I had blown his mind, almost like I'd made him sad because I think he wanted to feel like he was living in the future. He was living on the forefront of fashion technology. And he looked at me, who? Huh? And I said, yeah, it's been around. And he said, uh, he kind of gave me the, uh, like the next words were going to be, I don't know. And I said, it, they were big in the 80s. And he looked at me as though I was this sage with wisdom about other decades. And he said, oh, how do you know? And I said, I used to wear them as a kid in the 80s. And he looked at me. And it wasn't a, oh, you look young for your age. It was more just mind blown. It would be like me getting to talk to someone who survived Auschwitz and, you know, their tales of oh my God, I can't believe you lived through that and saw that and survived. And my God, we need to keep hearing these stories so that we can never repeat it again. And, you know, they're 98 years old. And I mean, that's how I felt. And I shouldn't feel that way about being like, I have experienced a reversible jacket. But, and he just looked at me and said, and you remember that? Not like, it wasn't a question. It was kind of a statement. I said, yeah. And he went, Wow, okay. And and it was like I bummed him out. There wasn't an excitement. Oh my God, you were at the first 
moon launch, rocket launch. It, he was, I think, upset, maybe embarrassed that he thought it was something new. I don't know if he just thought it was new or if someone is training him and telling him this is a new technology. Maybe he feels had by whoever did train him and said, you know, reversible jackets have never been a thing until now. I don't know. Um, but he didn't actually seem interested He was very excited about this reversible jacket I was buying and the new technology of reversing jackets. But then once I told him it had been a thing and I have experienced it before, no interest. And that's what makes me crazy when I encounter younger people. The curiosity just doesn't exist. And there almost seems like a sadness and shame when you tell them things happened before they were born. It's like, I I don't want to know. You know, I don't know if they have FOMO. I have no idea. And then he said to me, what's on for tonight any parties to go to. And I was just horrified, but I don't know. My my weekend is is a mess. I, I have to pack to go away next week. I have to work. I have so many things to do. My apartment looks like uh, someone raided it looking for drugs. It's just like things are everywhere. Like I'm just out of my mind and don't want to do anything. Like I was in an ADHD shutdown and disarray. And, I, and I'd gone to a party for my job on Tuesday night, which is why I'm in a disarray because I was off my schedule. And I said, no, I went to a party Tuesday night as though that has anything to do with not going to a party on Saturday night. I mean, it does for me. And he just looked at me and said, oh. And then I just left and probably left this young man so confused about life and aging. But anyway, reversible jackets, people, they've been around. They've been around. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy them now. I'm just saying they've also been around. All right. Don't say my name. Hi, Jen. I spent this weekend catching up on the last few episodes. I was thinking about the ways my life has changed since you started your podcast. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm an OG. And I do want to say I do remember you. Uh, Although I'm not allowed to say your name, I read your name and and I know exactly who you are. Um, I think since season one of Chelsea Lately or whenever Twitter was invented, whichever came first. I know you didn't ask for how your podcast has specifically affected the turn of events, but yours really has. I'm an only child and your podcast has been like having a big sister at times. We've had similar experiences and your stories have made me laugh, cry and understand myself a lot better. I don't know if I would have had the courage to get a divorce if it hadn't been for your story. You've absolutely 100% helped me with anxiety and panic disorder more than any therapist ever has. And the last few years have been challenging and I haven't listened as consistently, though I am a top tier subscriber on Patreon. Thank you very much. But every time I check back in and catch up, you always seem to be saying something that I needed to hear. Just yesterday, I heard you talk about your morning routine, which is similar to mine, but it gave me some ideas to kick it up a notch and made me feel less crazy for being mad if I miss out on that time. Anyway, keep on keeping on, sis. There you go. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, for being part of this 11-year journey with No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast. And I will be continuing this episode over on Patreon. Click the link in the show notes if you want to come join us. 